I just wanted to get to the chorus that, of course, Billy Joel, you may be right, my guy. Welcome, everybody, to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Dave, and that is all you are getting this week. Ralph is uh, heading out to California for a week or so, a little summer vacay. He's going to be heading out there, uh, hanging out with his family out that away. Uh, so this week, you're getting solo dolo with Dave. Uh, might even be the case next week as well. Um, if that's the case, I may have to get in a, a visiting co-host here. Uh, see who I may be able to scrounge up with a week's notice. It's Thursday. It is the 14th of July. It's a beautiful day. Uh, it's been a gorgeous stretch of weather here in Minnesota. And uh, wherever you are, I hope you're having great weather as well. Uh, I've got some stuff to cram into your ear hole, so thank you so much for listening. Um, it is the off season, you know. We're gearing up for training camp. There's really not much in the way of NFL happenings going on. Uh, I've got a couple leagues to talk about that I've joined. Uh, I've got a league um, idea premise uh, that I came across that I'll talk about. Uh, I'm going to talk about my boys uh, for a couple seconds as well. So I got a couple things to go over. Um, won't be as short as last week's uh, recording snafu, if anybody's listening to that. I did get to use some choice words uh, as a test. So, Anyways, uh, but I did see Ralph uh, and Claire this last weekend. It was a writing reception uh, for Joe and Natalia. Um, that was the wedding uh, where Ralph was the best man, and they had the uh, uh, the bachelor party out in Bourbon Country over the summer, uh, where Ralph had to babysit Joe. Uh, I talked to Joe a little bit, and he said he didn't really remember much, um, but he he still had a, a blast out there. And then who wouldn't have a blast? And Ralph even got to hook up with Swill out there. Uh, shout out Swill. Um, so yeah. It is, uh, well, I should say, I'm in my garage, having a garage party. Uh, In this garage, we are well represented. Pretty much every sport. I've got some softball cleats, some wiffle ball bats. I've got hockey skates. I've got hockey sticks. I've got over probably 10, 15 basketballs. We've got soccer balls. We've got uh, a makeshift goalie net and hockey net. Uh, we've got footballs everywhere. I've got lounge chairs. I've got 
two sets of bikes for the boys. Bikes for me and the wife. I've got my rider. We've got scooters up the AF. So um, having a garage party, having a good old time. I have a nice cross breeze going. I'm sitting by the door out to the backyard. I've got the big garage door open, so I've got a, a really good, strong cross breeze going. I'm smoking a gem of a cigar from Lost and Found. I've got my cream soda, A&W. Uh, so it's going to be a good time, you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. Um, we are now 56 days until the NFL season. And if you're, if you're noticing... They're going down by seven every time we record. We're recording every week. That means the first game of the season is going to be on a by God Thursday. So 56 days until the season starts. Um, Obviously, what podcast would it be if I don't have news and notes, right? Uh, I've got some pretty reliable sources uh, in the NFL. You guys know this. I've got good vibes uh, with a few different teams out there. Um, very reliable sources about Deshaun Watson and what his suspension is going to be. Uh, you guys may be hearing this first. Uh, if if uh, it breaks this way, I want to have credit. Give me some some uh, twat cred. Um, but again, according to my very reliable sources, Deshaun Watson will be either suspended for no games, uh, for four to six games, for eight games, uh, for 10 to 12 games, for a season, for two seasons, or suspended indefinitely. Um, so, yeah, from my sources, uh, that is uh, the length, what a suspension might be. Um, I think as court case is all done with, they just have to figure it out. I'm sure a lot of people in uh, Cleveland and fantasy football circles are waiting with bated breath to see what his punishment is going to be. Uh, I think I only have one share of him, um, but in that league, I'm pretty sure I've got a good backup just in case. So uh, we shall see the Patriots. What was your favorite in Keel Harry moment on the Patriots? They finally dumped him. Uh, that experiment is over. He goes to the Bears for a 2024 seventh rounder. I think if I was in the NFL, I would get traded for a seventh rounder as well. So me and uh, and Keel Harry have uh, some comps, I think you could say. Uh, he flashed a little bit. I don't know have his exact stats, but I know he's got maybe a touchdown, hopefully. So the former first-round pick uh, gets a shot at a fresh start. So good for you. Um, and then going through all the uh, NFL quarterback positions, um, looks like there's going to be three, count them, one, two, three quarterback competitions this summer. Uh, we've got the Steelers with Mitch Please uh, and Kenny Pickett. We've got the Panthers, obviously, with Baker Mayfield versus Sam Darnold. And uh, we got the Sea Ducks, Geno Smith against Drew Locke. Um, that one's a snoozer. Uh, Geno Smith, Drew Locke. I got to think the Seahawks are just bailing on this season, hoping for a terrible record and a high draft. I don't even know if they have their picks um, or if they went to the Jets. I got to look into that. Um, maybe they're screwed if they have a terrible year anyways. But uh, Drew Locke or Geno Smith, oh, who knows? Maybe they will trade for Jimmy G. Jawline. 
Uh, you just don't know. Um, but I think the most intriguing one for me is uh, Mitch Please and, uh, and Kenny Pickett. Um, I've got a lot of shares of Pickett, and I would love to see him win that thing flat out right away in training camp and uh, start week one as the penciled-in starter. So uh, I could care less about Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. They're pretty much the same quarterback. So, ah, good cigar. Uh, And uh, what's your favorite Heinz Field moment? The ketchup bottles are coming down. You guys, at the end of an era, uh, Heinz Field is being renamed. um, And I've been practicing this whole time to make sure I get this right because I've never heard of this. I think there's people um, everywhere that's never heard of this. Acrisure Stadium. Acrisure Stadium. They're a Michigan-based insurance brokerage firm. Um, I got to think, as long as a check clears, they'll name it really whatever they want to name it. I mean, if I had enough money, I'd call it Big Daddy Stadium. But I can't compete. Um, What else we got to talk about? So over the last five seasons, non-quarterbacks have a collective passer rating of 109.3. And Ralph, if you're listening, this is a brand new topic I'm talking about, okay? Non-quarterbacks, last five seasons, a collective passer rating of 109.3. And that's since 2017. 73 non-quarterbacks have attempted at least one pass. In total, they've completed 82 passes on 147 attempts. That's 55.8 completion. For 1746 yards, 23 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. And that 109.3 passer rating was just ahead of Joe Burrow's passer rating for last season of 108.3. Only Aaron Rodgers had a higher passer rating uh, over Burrow. Um, And if you extrapolate their production, uh, you'd have the same number of pass attempts as Burrow last season at 520. They would have thrown for over 6,000 yards, 81 touchdowns, and 35 interceptions. That would be one heck of a season. Um, And I'm not sure if this has been said previously on here. I think it has. I I probably uh, have touched on it. Uh, But it does bear repeating because I love this stat. Um, Derrick Henry is the only human being to walk this earth that has rushed for 2,000 yards in a high school season, 2,000 yards in a college football season, and 2,000 yards in an NFL season. Holy moly, that's great. Um, And despite playing a... Okay, a new topic, Ralph, if you're listening. Despite playing 130 fewer games and throwing for 4,000 fewer passes... Jameis Winston only trailed Aaron Rodgers by two for career interceptions. Holy Hannah. Now, I know we've talked about um, Aaron Rodgers' proficiency at taking care of the ball, not, uh, not turning it over uh, via the interception. So Jameis Winston, from 2015 to 2022, 
It's 10 fewer years. He's in, been in 83 games, 1,600-some completions, 2,700-some attempts, 20,000-some yards, 135 touchdowns, 91 interceptions. Aaron Rodgers, from 05 to 22, 213 games, 4,600 completions, 7,000 attempts, 55,000 yards, 449 touchdowns, 93 interceptions. You got uh, two total ends of the spectrum. Uh, so buckle up there in, uh, in New Orleans. It's going to be a, a bumpy ride, I feel. Uh, but the most interceptions since 2018, there's Jameis Winston with 47, Jared Goff with 49, Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield with 52 and 56, respectively. Carolina, those are your quarterbacks vying for your starting position. Since 2018, both have thrown over 50 interceptions. Yuck. That's all I got to say about that. That's why I'm not really looking forward uh, to that quarterback battle because they're both going to be terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, There are only two quarterbacks, new topic, uh, with more wins than rushing yards. Think about that. More wins than rushing yards. We have Dan Marino and Kenny Stabler. Uh, Ken, um, career 96 wins, 93 rushing yards. And uh, Marino, uh, career 147 wins. And um, where is he at? 87 yards. Not very good. More wins than rushing yards. And you guys know I like stories, right? Old-timey stories going back in the day. Um, Let's talk about the 1982 playoffs. You're thinking, playoffs? Playoffs? 12 hours before round one of the 82 playoffs. And this is 1982, not 1882. 12 hours before round one of the 82 playoffs. Cowboys quarterback Danny White... Raise your hand if he was on your fantasy football squad. Uh, He suffered a toothache that was likely going to keep him out of the playoff game. A dentist who was a Cowboys fan was on his way to the game. He heard about it, and he fixed the tooth two hours before the game. Not only did White play, the Cowboys won. Is there a doctor in the house? Is there a dentist in the house? So when I say the name, uh, new topic, by the way, uh, when I say the name John Matuzak, does that ring a bell to anybody? Um, Maybe, maybe not. I know the old heads will know he uh, was the first overall pick in the 1973 draft. Uh, He was a defensive end. He was a big guy, 280, 6'8", and he won two Super Bowls with the Raiders. They called him twos. John Matuzak, we all know who he is. We just don't know that we know. You know? Here's how we know who he is. In 1985, he reached even higher heights of fame than playing in the NFL. 
You might remember him as Sloth from the Goonies. That's right. Hey, you guys. Sloth Love Chunk. Baby Ruth. Those were actually my sound bites. I didn't actually get any off uh, the old internet. So, uh, yeah, John Matuzak um, was uh, Sloth from the Goonies. Um, the makeup took five hours to apply. Took a while. Uh, he also had numerous other movie roles and TV appearances, like he was on Perfect Strangers, MASH, Dukes of Hazard, Benson, Silver Spoon, A-Team, Miami Vice, and a lot more. So usually he played like a, a gentle giant type guy, or surprise, he was a football player. Um, so I mean, lots of guys go first in the draft, lots of guys win Super Bowls, but only one guy, only one guy was Sloth. Fortunately, John's no longer with us. He passed, I don't know when, but uh, yeah, if that ever comes up in trivia, you know John Matuzak, former Raider, played Sloth. Sloth Fratelli. Fratelli? I think it's Fratelli. Yeah, the Fratelli brothers. And Mama Fratelli. Oh, I gotta go watch that movie again. Um, in uh, On ESPN, they like to go ahead and poll executives who they think is going to be the best players in the league, blah, blah, blah. Um, they polled for wide receivers. Um, no surprise with a lot on this list. Uh, at 10 was DK Metcalf, 9, Debo Samuel, then Mike Evans, Nuke at 7, Diggsy at 6, Tyreek Hill at 5, my guy JJ, Justin Jefferson at 4, Jamar Chase at 3, Cooper Cup at 2, and Devontae Williams at numero uno. I can't really argue too much with this. Um, I would say Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase could be interchangeable. I mean, I wouldn't even be mad at saying Justin Jefferson's two behind Devontae Adams. But again, I'm biased. Vikings fan. Skull baby. Um, I don't know if I'd have DK on the list, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, not a bad list. Um, they also did it, I saw, for the running back position. This one's a little bit more controversial. Um, honorable mentions go to Eckler, Zeke, and Saquon Barkley. At 10 is Javante Williams, Aaron Jones at 9, Najee Harris at 8, C-Mac at 7, Mixon at 6, Kamara at 5, Dalvin Cook at 4, Nick Chubb 3, Jonathan Taylor 2, Derrick Henry numero uno. I would do a little bit of flip-flopping on here. I think they have most of the uh, running backs correct. Um, I'd put Najee Harris a bit higher. I'd uh, put Mixon a little bit lower. Probably Taylor at one would be my my thing. Uh, probably Cook three or four. Um, three for sure over Chubb. I'd rather have Cook than Chubb. But again, showing my bias. Uh, and then also, I've got safeties and linebackers as well. So for safeties, uh, Justin Simmons at number one. I can't argue with that. Dude's a baller. Minka Fitzpatrick, Kevin Byard, Duran James, Buda Baker, Jesse Bates, Harrison Smith. Oh, Hitman, Harry coming in at seven. Marcus Williams, Antoine Whitfield, love your dad. And uh, Jamal Adams at 10. And then the linebackers, the heavy hitters, Darius Leonard beat out Micah Parsons. They're one and two. Fred Warner, 
three, Devin White, four, Roquan Smith, five, Demario Davis, six, Tremaine Edwards, seven, my guy Bobby Wagner, eight, Levante David, nine, and Jordan Brooks coming in at ten. Not to be outdone, the Bleacher Report went ahead and uh, listed off their most dominant players at every position heading in to the 2022 season. At uh, quarterback, they put Tom Brady as the most dominant player. Uh, You know, he's in the conversation for GOAT, right? But heading into 2022 season, I I can't say that he would be the most dominant player. Um, Aaron Rodgers comes in at honorable mention. So they list off the dominant and then honorable mention. I got to think Rodgers would be more dominant coming off back-to-back MVP trophies. I mean, that's that's pretty dominant if you're going to be MVP. Um, so I'd maybe switch those two around. Uh, at running back, they got Jonathan Taylor, honorable mention, Derrick Henry. Wide receiver, Devontae Adams with Cup as honorable mention. Tight end, Travis Kelsey, honorable mention, Mark Andrews. Obviously, if you, you know, were going dynasty, it would be Andrews over Kelsey, given the age. Um, but, I mean, redraft, you got to go Kelsey, especially when they don't have Hill anymore. So I can't argue with that either. Interior D-line, Aaron Donald, most dominant player. Cameron Hayward uh, for the Pats. No, Pittsburgh Pats. Yeah, for the uh, Steelers, uh, honorable mention. Edge rusher, my guy, TJ Watt and Miles Garrett, honorable mention. Linebacker, Darius Leonard, Micah Parsons, honorable mention. Cornerback, Jalen Ramsey with J.C. Jackson as honorable mention. I would actually switch the two. I would have J.C. Jackson on top. Jalen Ramsey, honorable mention. Uh, And then um, Minka Fitzpatrick at safety. Justin Simmons, honorable mention. I would actually flip-flop those two as well. Come on, Bleacher Report. You don't even know what you're talking about. Um, Hold on. I gotta relight the old cigar. I'm doing all this talking. Usually Ralph's the one who's doing all the talking and his cigars go out, but this time it's me. So I said earlier I was going to uh, talk about my boys. Uh, This time it's actually fantasy football related. I knew you know, I've been playing fantasy football for years and even before they were born, right? And I had always, well, I guess not fantasize. That's a weird word. Um, but I've always wanted to have my boys participate in fantasy football with me when they became of age. Just so happens I have triplets and it, it would happen all at the same time, which is kind of more of a bonus Um, And I always thought it would be, you know, when they were 11, 12, uh, a little bit older, you know, knowing more of the league, more of the players, more of how football works. But over the last couple of weeks, they've been on me. They've been like, Dad, when do I get to start fantasy football? Because they see me drafting, you know, they, they, I'm doing the podcast. And so they're, they've been on it for a while. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Uh, let's get the four of us in a league, um, just so you guys can get the hang of 
you know, researching players and then seeing how the drafts work and then holding on to the players and, and all that. Uh, I had wanted to get them on sleeper, you know, because that's where I have most of my leagues, probably 90%, 95%. Um, but on we have tablets for them, and on their tablets, they can't access any apps that have the 18-plus rating. And because sleeper, you can gamble on it, um, it's 18-plus. And I tried... I fought with it for a good 10 minutes and it even after I changed the settings, it wasn't letting me download it. So I finally said, screw it. ESPN is all ages. Uh, so ESPN it is. And then I checked so <laughs> What did I just say? <laughs> I don't even know what that was. I had a little mini stroke for a second. Um, last night, Last night we were eating dinner, and uh, the topic of conversation was fantasy football, and then it was regular football. And my wife, poor Molly, I mean, she puts up with a lot with those boys and with me. I mean, she's got four boys. Um, and she actually FaceTimed Ralph um, while we were having dinner, and was like, you know, this is, uh, this is my life now. So she thought Ralph would get a kick out of that. Um, but yeah, it was pretty much nonstop. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, joined up on ESPN. So they already had email addresses, which was nice. Uh, cause you need those to, you know, uh, sign up for fantasy football. So I got them all signed up. I got a league started on ESPN and they are living their best life right now. They are mock drafting like it's their job. Now, we have a four-team league. Um, so I told them, you know, all the mock drafts you're doing, you know, they're like 8, 10, 12-team mock drafts. I mean, the players that you're getting now are not going to compare to the players that you're going to be getting when we actually draft. I mean, all of our teams are going to be stacked. You know, we're going to have the best of the best players on our teams um, so, but I mean, they're just like, ah, oh, I want to get Tyreek Hill. I want to get Travis Kelsey. I mean, they are just loving it because they know all the players, you know, they all play Madden. So they, they know who they're going after. Um, so it's just a lot of fun to see. It's been a big, uh, big proud dad moment. Um, they already want to draft too. So I'm trying to explain to them why we don't draft right now. They're like, but dad, you already have a bunch of drafts. And well, guys, it's we're drafting rookies. It's a little bit different. Um, you know, I tell them that if we were to draft players now, like the example I gave, gave is if you drafted Patrick Mahomes and then you draft Derrick Henry. Like if we draft today, July the 14th, and in training camp or in the preseason, they end up getting hurt in the for the season, you don't have them anymore. Whereas if we wait later, and you guys already know this, but I'm explaining it to them. If we wait later, and if they're hurt, we don't have to bother drafting them. So um, obviously I'll keep everybody updated on how everybody's doing in the season. I haven't even begun to tell them about waiver wire or you know trades or anything like that. That's going to be a whole uh, thing on its own, but... 
Um, yeah, really, really happy they're into fantasy football and they were super excited to start mock drafting. So once it comes time to actually doing our draft, I think we're gonna have a little bit of a, a draft party. Maybe I'll put draft day on in the background. We'll, you know, get some popcorn and maybe some nachos and, and just have a good old time with that. Um, and then I mentioned there was a, a kind of a new league format. You guys might have heard of this, but this is the first that I've ever heard of it. Um, that, that new to me. Um, you know, most people, a startup draft is what they live for, right? Building your own team, putting your fingerprint on it, making it your own, finding, you know, the steal of the draft and, and you've got certain guys you go and draft Every time you do a startup, you got the guys you always want to go for. Um, but then there's guys that like uh, taking orphans over, you know. They like fixing a bad team. You know, it's an orphan for a reason. Most times the teams suck and uh, you've got a couple pieces you can sell off, get some picks, get some youth, get some guys you want. Um, this is kind of uh, a little bit of both. So in this format... Everybody is auto-drafted from the jump. So your team is just drafted for you. And then once you have your team, then you start getting into trade mode. And then you, through trades, you got to make the team that you want to have. Pretty doubtful that the team you draft is going to be the team you want to get on auto-draft. So, um, I mean, it would kind of be fun to actually go through and, and do a league like that get your team handed to you just by chance and then uh, go ahead and make some trades and either sell everybody off for picks, sell your picks. You know, it's it's really a, a cornucopia. You got a, a plethora of options there. Um, so I don't know if you guys are interested, maybe we can do that. I, I don't think Ralph would be a fan of that. Or maybe he would just to shake it up. We'll see. I'll... Uh, broach the subject but i do know um you know you can set uh, a draft list you know rank the players you want so you know if you have a better shot of getting a player you like if you rank them high enough so i think that's the only way you'd be able to sway it um but yeah i think it's definitely worth a shot i would look into it uh and then I don't know if any of you guys are on TikTok. Uh, total time suck. I mean, I will be at work on my break, start going through TikTok, and next thing I know, it's been a half a freaking hour, and uh, I've wasted all that time. So um, the reason I ask is uh, there's uh, some fantasy football guys um, that I run across, and they're terrible. They have horrible takes. I wish I, I, I wish I could have wrote some of these down if I um, was thinking about it. But um, I'm really debating. I haven't made a single TikTok yet. I'm just an observer, uh, a casual watcher, if you will. Um, but I'm really thinking I'm going to start busting out some, some fantasy football TikToks. Now, you know, the majority of them are geared towards redraft um but i mean you know i could have my niche with uh with some dynasty tiktoks get people talking about that uh so yeah if any of you have tiktok 
and uh, you need somebody to uh, to watch, and uh, you're sick of hearing my voice and you want to see my face, you know, maybe there's going to be a new account for you guys to watch in the future. So, you know, maybe sometime, possibly, never, who knows? Ooh, that band came off nice. I'm very happy. All right, so I'm going to end the podcast here talking about two uh, new leagues that I am in. Um, one, I took over an orphan. Um, I saw the team, and I had to have it. I forgot the team that I had. I could probably look through and find it through the notes, but um, what I didn't know is that there was a bunch of drama in the league and the uh, the commish left and so another guy took it over. And I had already paid, so I was sticking around. Um, and then the guy who took over as commish had uh, a juggernaut of a team. I mean, he uh, he had himself a team. So he was really pulling to get more guys in and uh, fill up these squads because people left. There were like six teams that were gone. It's a 14-team league, um, so there were only eight teams that were in. Um, so eventually, everybody wore him down, and uh, we, we basically started from scratch. Um, so it's a 14-team uh, PPR. It is uh, tight end premium, and uh, I had the four-pick. And uh, I turned some heads when it went uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Herbert, one, two, three. I went with Pitts at four, and uh, people thought I was crazy. But it was, again, tight end premium. Uh, And then went after me, it was Jackson, Jamar Chase, Taylor McCaffrey, Burrow, Hurts, Murray, Cup, Debo, Javante Williams, Joe Mixon. So that's what, one, two, uh, four running backs have already gone. And then Lance. And then it's two picks before me and, and tight end premium. You know, I want to go uh, Pitts-Andrews as my stack. Um, but the guy behind me with the 12 pick actually trades up to nine and gets Andrews. Um, so I think he had an idea what I was doing, figured it was tight end premium. Go up and get your guy and uh, get Andrews. So I wanted Devontae Adams uh, with my second pick. Uh, came around and went Diggs. Uh, and then in the fourth round, I went Wilson. And then I went McLaurin in the fifth. And then Cooper in the sixth. Uh, Amari Cooper was still sitting there. Uh, I had debated him versus Keenan Allen, but I was trying to go a little bit younger, um, even though I you know went with, with Diggs and Adams. But uh, So I went Cooper. You know, once Watson gets there, he's going to get peppered, hopefully. Uh, And then I have Goddard in my seventh round. Uh, So already I have two tight ends when most people don't even have one. Uh, And then Pickett, I went in my eighth. Uh, Michael Thomas was still there, so I got him in the ninth. The thoughts with him uh, is I want to have him go a couple games, a couple weeks. I have him show out a little bit. And then uh, trade him, see if I can get uh, some picks for him. Uh, So that's my goal with him. And then uh, in the 10th round, I finally got a a running back. I wanted to get one of those rookies. 
so I went with Rashad White. Uh, Algier was already taken. I would have wanted him over White, but got White anyways. Eleventh uh, round, I went Willis, another quarterback. Uh, and then uh, I went uh, my guy, Big Irv, tight end premium. I get Irv as my third tight end. I can't really argue with that. Uh, and then Zamir White. So I'm going to be going with uh, two rookie running backs. And then I went back-to-back tight ends again with Jelani Woods and Brevin Jordan. And then I went back-to-back quarterbacks, Sam Howell, Jordan Love, uh, because it's a 14-team league and we're really getting down there. So uh, I'm just just spitballing. And then Julio Jones is still there. You know, I'm thinking, what if he goes to the uh, Packers? What if he goes to the Colts? You know, um, goes to a place where he can be, uh, well, with the Packers, he'd be the number one, right? Uh, I can sell him off to get a pick or two young players. So, um, and then um, with my 19th, uh, I went with Abram Smith. Uh, he was just signed... Uh, by the Saints uh, a couple months ago as an undrafted free agent. Uh, so they need a depth at running back. They get him. Uh, they like his size. He's 5'11", 221. He's a banger. Uh, so uh, here's hoping that uh, he may do something. Um, and then in round 20, I went with Nick westbrook Akini, uh just to get some wide receiver depth. And... I'm actually on the clock in round 21. Uh, So we can take a look and see who we have left. Um, uh, Gronk is still available. I mean, obviously. And uh, in my queue, I've got Jeremy Ruckert. I've got Isaiah McKenzie and uh, Jalen Wittermeyer, James White. So I've got a few guys in my queue uh, that I was looking at. Um, Let me do this real quick uh, but I think I'm gonna go Ruckert at uh, with this pick he's I think he's gonna be my last um, tight end I'm gonna take because I've got a lot in the tight end premium um, so I uh, I did it you guys heard me draft live on the podcast I took Ruckert um, so we've got only a couple rounds left to go. I've got four more picks, you know, get some dart throws in there. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of people approach me for picks, and I just have to explain to them, you know, I really don't trade in startups unless something, you know, blows me uh, out of the water and uh, no thing uh, even came close. Uh, and then I joined another draft, uh, this is a free draft that I joined. It was intriguing because it's a 32-team uh, full IDP uh, PPR league. Now, you may be thinking, Dave, you already tried this back um, in the Car League, and there was crazy drama there. Uh, well, I live for drama. I'm like, uh, I'm like the Joker, Heath Ledger in... Uh, in Dark Knight, I'm an agent of chaos, you know? I, like a dog chasing a car, I don't want to do when I catch it. Um, so this league 
is by far the most active league I have ever been in. Granted, it's 32 teams, but half the league just does not shut up. I mean, they've been talking about everything from politics to marriage and, and everything in between. Um, so it's been a, a, a really entertaining league to be in. And there's just been a ton of trades going on. It's been unbelievable. If I uh, go to the league here, league chat, is that what I want? Yeah, so here's a uh, 2022 fourth uh, for a seventh and a fourth. You know, they were swapping fours. I mean, just a ton of trades. Um, I was approached by a bunch of people looking to trade, but again, I, you know, just keep letting them know I, I don't trade in a startup. I like the spot that I'm at. Um, you may ask, Dave, where are you at? What did you draft? What did you get? I, out of 32 teams, got the 31st spot. Holy Lord. So I love the turn. I got the turn. <laughs> so I'll just tell you who I have so far. Um, we're four rounds in. We started a couple days ago. Uh, it's actually not going too bad. Um, but yeah, there's been a t just a ton of trades. This guy has traded away his fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, ninth. I mean, he's traded a ton of picks. Um, in an effort to try to make his team better, we'll see what happens. But um, at 131, I went with Hertz, Jalen Hertz. His mom was in my ear saying, you got to pick my kid. You got to do it. Um, and then I went wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. I went McLaurin, Godwin, and Bateman. So I'll have a nice core of, uh, of wide receivers on my team. Um, probably going to go defense um when it comes back around at 531 and 62 i know a lot of uh linebackers are gone leonard's gone white's gone um a couple other young guys parsons is gone too but uh yeah i'll keep you posted how this goes i haven't let them know I've, we've got a podcast yet i'm pretty sure um these people are gonna want to listen to the podcast if we talk about it there's even guys who have never done uh, an IDP league before. There's one guy who asked how to do trades. Uh, I've, we've got brothers in here. We've got good friends in here. Um, so it's, uh, it's going to be entertaining. Uh, we've already had people time out <clears throat> and the commission has kicked them for inactivity. Um, but we've been able to fill those spots relatively quickly, which has been good. Um, but the one thing you always have in these free leagues is, um, you know, people are going to leave. There's going to be attrition. There's going to be turnover. Uh, and then the, the commissioner, uh, didn't realize you could pause the draft overnight. Uh, so he learned that, which was fun to teach him. Um, so everyone's learning stuff. It's great. We're here to teach. We're here to win what we're here to teach. So it's a free league. You know, I'm not going to look into it too much. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how this thing goes if anybody's curious. 
Um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, 45 minutes ain't too shabby. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm, I am serious about this TikTok thing. You know, I think uh, I've got some ideas on uh, just doing some random stuff. Um, and I like to think I'm funnier than probably 50% of the people on here. Um, and I am buddies with Brad Johnson. If, if you guys look to TikTok, look up Brad Johnson. He goes by Big Bad Brad. Um, he is doing trick shots with footballs, with basketballs. Uh, he is a lot of fun to watch. And he's having a ton of fun doing it. So I highly recommend it. Big Bad Brad shout out there. Um, let's queue up. Let's queue up. Let's queue up. What the heck? Hustle on. You gonna let me play it now? All right, so we're playing ads for Lining Googles. So I gotta tap dance uh, for 30 more seconds. Um, so next week, I think uh, I'm not gonna have Ralph again. So I'll have a, a garage party, one Mulgan, and uh, I think I might see about getting a uh, a guest uh, a guest in here. Um, so we'll see what happens. Here we go. You guys know the song. Yeah, people come on. All right. So hopefully I didn't bore you guys too much. Uh, and then. Uh, yeah, next week we'll try to do better. But again, thanks so much for listening. Hope your ear holes are unscathed. I'm going to finish this cigar and play a little bit of Madden. Or Fallout. Probably Madden. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Again, I'll try to do better next week. Maybe if I guess uh, we'll see what happens. Love you.